welcome to the Elevate Podcast. We cover everything from missions, where you'll hear from seasoned missionaries and trailblazers on the field, to church production insights, covering topics like sound mixing, social media, and websites, to church planting, where you'll hear from church planting leaders and boots on the ground, to church systems and strategies, diving into programs like Planning Center and MailChimp. Let's grow and learn together. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Elevate podcast, vlog, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have one of my super amazing, great friends, former roomie here, Meredith Bagby from Durban, South Africa. Hello. Yeah, I am super, super excited to talk to Meredith um, for many reasons. Um, One, because she's just a very cool person. Um, Two, because she has been working at North Place Church Durban um, since they launched their church plant a couple years ago. Um, and she has done pretty much everything you can do there, as many of you <laughs> church planters know how it goes. So, um, But she is currently serving as um, just kind of the leader pastor over Next Gen, and she uh, pastors the Young Adults Ministry there. Um, and she's just doing a lot of amazing stuff with young people, youth, young adults uh, in the city of Durban. So, yeah. Anyway, so I would love for you to share with our listeners how you got involved in missions and at North Place with church planting, all that fun stuff. Sure. Um, I've always loved missions. Even as a teenager, went on mission trips every year. I literally would like work my job to save money to go on a mission trip over the summer. Mm And um, the Lord is really working in my heart as a teenager. Mm-hmm. In college, I knew that's, you know, it's kind of this, the Lord was bringing me on this journey. And then in college, he said, yep, Meredith, this is what I want you to do. Um, and in the midst of that, continuing to go on trips, um, I found myself in Swaziland and I worked with our lead pastors, Randy and Desa Friedman, um, for a couple months one summer. Oh. And um, over the years, the Lord put on their heart to plant a church in Durban. Mm -hmm. I knew that he wanted me to do missions somewhere on the continent of Africa, which is giant. Okay. um, You know, I was just waiting for that opportunity that Mm -hmm. lined up and was what the Lord wanted me to do. And they said, hey, this is what we're doing one day. And they're like, do you want to come be a part of this? And then the Lord was like, yep, this is your time. Um, and so I was so excited, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> told the fam, packed up and headed to South Africa. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you were like mid twenties when you just got on a plane and moved to Africa by yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember how old was I when I first left. I think I was in my late twenties already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it was like a scary thing at all? Like, did you have any like apprehension about that? Just like as a realistically young single female, just like getting on a plane and moving to Africa by yourself? Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) I mean, I had been to, um, a few different countries in Africa, so obviously none of them are exactly the same, but I had South Africa before. Um, So I've never been to Durban, but I kind of had an idea what to expect. Yeah. Um, The biggest thing was I trusted my team that I was 
going to be a part of. Yes. And um, the, I mean, really, this was years of waiting, which is like a whole yeah. other story. Years of waiting for the Lord to say, this is yeah. your opportunity to go. Like, it, I was like, come on, like, you call me to do this. When am I actually yeah. going? And so to be going to the field was just so fulfilling and so exciting to me that yeah. honestly, all the apprehension and all the things we're worried about, like, that like didn't even cross my mind because yeah. I was just like ready to be here. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, I feel like that is a fantastic combination for like any like season or like ministry position you're stepping into of like one being confident in like where God's called you to be. And then two, like having a community of people to like support you that you can like trust in, which is super important. Um, and I know that's like a little bit newer for the missions community. Like in the past, a lot of people have just been kind of like sent out on their own. And it's like, just like figure it out when you get there, like best of luck. Um, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the team aspect, I know that was like huge for me too. Like, um, coming over there and having like the team of people that we rely on too and not being on our own and (laughs) being a roomie (laughs) was also great so yes (laughs) yes um okay so I know you worked in youth for a little bit there and now you're kind of over all the next gen stuff um do you feel like that's something that you envisioned when you thought of missions like working with youth working with next gen like um has that been like surprising good like well working with young people like I've always done that that's yeah. just been my ministry always um yeah. I am so passionate about them so I love them and yeah. so you know that those things are going to come out no matter what you end up doing yeah. if you're passionate about it and if you have experience in that yeah um but you know, I don't know if I necessarily imagined that I would be like on a church stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I, like when I first envisioned missions, although it's like, I mean, I always thought this in school. It's so funny because we have like all these like intercultural studies and like all these missions majors yeah. that you can be. I mean, if you go to a Bible school, it has those things. And like, I'm like, where is this leading you? Like missions is so open-ended. It could be anything. You're just like doing ministry cross-culturally, you know? So I didn't imagine, hey, I would be on a church staff, but Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, that's basically what I've been doing forever. Just, you know, honestly. So it's like, all working out well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to bring up a kind of the elephant in the room of being a over youth, being over next gen, being over young people, um, and being a single female, because unfortunately we just still are kind of living in this culture where it's not as common. Um, you know, people don't tend to question a couple over next gen or a single male over next gen. Um, it's not as common to see women, single women in that role. Um, so how, like, how do you think that that has, um, impacted just what you do? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been this progression. Like I remember 
in school, like everyone's worried about getting married because like I'm not gonna find a job if I'm by myself. <laughs> and, <laughs> like even single guys, you know, and I yeah. and I just feel like people are so much more open to that now. Yeah. Um, and even like in America, I feel like churches are really pushing towards that. I mean, yeah. not all of them, like you're gonna have, especially in your more rural areas, it might be a little unorthodox still, but like, I feel like people are looking for single women to like, yeah, be a part of their diverse staff now, you know, because you know that that's important, but you know, in every culture, it's a little different, like Mm -hmm. where I'm at, um, where we serve together, like it's so global, um, I mean, there's people with all kinds of ideas. And so people are a lot more open to that. And to yeah. be honest, the type of people we're trying to reach, like they're looking for our staff yeah. and our leadership to have people that look like them. Yeah. So um, it's important. I'm yeah. still your part, like a lot of the cultures here in Durban are still very traditional. So yeah, there's, you know, there might be some underlying, I mean, We've definitely had people leave the church after I preached on a Sunday, but not like a lot, you know, it's just like every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there's still people out there like that, you know, or like at the very beginning when I, um, when I stepped in as the actual youth pastor, we were like, hey, we're going to be intentional about saying Pastor Meredith so that people, you know, parents or, um, you know, maybe older males or people that were in this like more masculine culture could yeah. see like this. We're intentional about this, you know. Yeah. Like he is in charge, and yeah. really your team, like how we all communicate mm-hmm. and act like normal and give opportunities, like all of mm-hmm. that plays into yes. it. Just a part of who we are as North yeah. Place. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I I love how different cultures can be like more accepting to those ideas and like um yeah I I think that's really true what you said about like being in being in a global culture where people are used to constantly encountering someone who does things differently than them and like having to like live in community with that like makes a huge difference um so yeah that's really cool um so if you're talking to a young single female who is wanting to go into ministry and maybe they feel like a little underqualified or feel like they're meeting resistance or whatever, like, how would you encourage them? Um, you know, I think really with, with any young leaders, um, but definitely you always have a soft spot for those that like reflect who you are. So yeah, if there is a, a young single female, um, I think, you know, people could, um, I think something I wish that people would have done for me when I was younger is they could see the gifts that I had and maybe like imagine me in a certain position, but not necessarily like push me to all the steps that I needed to take. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for young leaders, what we have to remember is that like, people don't always like know what they want. Yeah. (laughs) might like in the back of their mind like they actually know what God has called them to and what might be fun but like then they try to think like well I'm not qualified for that so like 
I mean, I'm going to push people to like, well, why don't you lead this? Why don't you actually speak? Like, even if they're like, no, I'm not a speaker. I'd rather just be the secondhand person. Like people need those opportunities to actually try it before they know if they're not that person, you know? Yes. And like, hey, get your credentials. Like, go get a degree, whatever it is. Like, why are we not pushing people to do that stuff? And then later on, we're looking back and we're like, oh, I don't have these opportunities because I'm not qualified. Yeah. Well, you could be like, just yeah. go, get them yeah. now. So you're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I think you brought up something super interesting, which is like just giving people opportunities to like step out and like practice and try things. Um. And I feel like that can be challenging for people in ministry because it's like there's kind of this like lack of control potential for like things to go wrong or whatever so like how um how do you as the next gen leader and you guys as north place like approach that and like do that in like a really healthy way and in a way that still like protects those people that are like trying to step into things definitely yeah i mean it's huge when you're trying to shepherd people and like you feel the weight and the responsibility of what yeah. happens. So you're not going to just throw somebody the first time on a Sunday morning in yeah. front of all of your people and yeah. just see what it's like, there's a progression, you know? Mm-hmm. So find those opportunities that can build up to that. Maybe someone does the announcements. Maybe they're leading in staff chapel. Maybe they do a small group and you get to sit in that small group, you know? Yeah. And, and along the way, as you're giving people more opportunities um, that grow bigger and bigger, or, you know, maybe it's the audience that's bigger, or maybe it's the, um, giving them more leeway with writing rather than you giving direction and writing, you know, all of those things are growing. You're giving feedback along the way. Like you're not just saying, Oh yeah, that was great. And then we'll try something else. Like here's what worked. Here's what didn't. How'd you feel about this? You know? And, and it's more beyond just like, I mean, there's like so many different aspects of that. Like here's the communication aspects, but then here's the like understanding the word in a deeper way. You know, here's the being self-aware and like understanding how your audience responds to you sort of like there's so many things that you can do. Yeah. So being in like a pastoral position and like all the things that come along with that, with like ministering and like mentorship and all that stuff, um, do you feel like being younger when you stepped into that? Like, do you feel like that was a challenge? Like how have you kind of been able to, cause you're really well, like really, really good at stepping into those things, like just super confidently. Um, and just like owning the fact that God has placed you there. Like how has that always been the case? Like, how have you come to that place? <sighs> Thank you for calling me young. <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> young sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's it's partly that I've been on those journeys of yeah. like little things growing into bigger things and yeah. knowing that, man, I'm, you put me in a small group, like I will kill it in a small group, you know? Yeah. And so like, could I preach? Well, like, maybe let's try it. Like you start 
you start building on that. And so your yeah. confidence builds as you go. It's not just yeah. like all of a sudden, yeah. um, you know, <clears throat> knowing that you're where God put you is so important. I mean, yeah. I just feel like this season of life for me is, has been so beautiful because, um, I mean, we always like pray that we are doing God's will and we're going to be faithful no matter where we're at, even if we're in this waiting season, but yeah. to be in a place that's like, man, the Lord spoke so many times that this is what you're going to do. Yeah. This is I want you to do like yeah. I wake up every day with a sense of purpose mm -hmm. like let's do this with a yep. mission in mind yeah. and like that gives you a boldness and a confidence yeah. beyond like what you might normally feel on the inside yeah. but it's like this is what I need to do right now yeah yeah that's really good do you feel like there were people that kind of like helped you to when you were younger like open doors for you encouraged you helped you to like step into certain things that led you just to like where you are today sure um man I've had like so many awesome leaders that I've worked under yeah. and people that have mentored me um but to be honest like really starting I mean I have great parents like yeah we would do devotions and like have little church services like in our home sometimes yeah. Yeah. and we'd all take turns leading like so really it started from there yeah but my youth group was so awesome mm. and you know I didn't really have an opportunity to like you know preach I know some youth pastors are so good about like having their students um, get up in front of people but I think that's something that we grew into also so I didn't necessarily do that as a kid yeah I definitely pastored I mean like being in kids church like yeah. doing all kinds of dramas like you'd be surprised what things translate over you know <laughs> yeah out of doing like bible teaching but like yeah. confidence of being in front of people and knowing yeah. how to you know read your audience and yeah. um you know, the, the mission trips that I went on yeah. actually was, those were huge because they gave us an opportunity to do more than just like, it was more than just being a small group. Like we were preparing things for other people. And, you know, there was even time like as a student that it was like, here's all the ministry that needs to be done for the week. Like Meredith, you're in charge of this. Yeah. Not one, you know, here's a student that we know is passionate. Yeah. Do and for people, so again, just getting those opportunities that definitely propelled me forward. Yeah. How do you think, ha has it been kind of like a learning curve, um, an adjustment, like with pastoring and mentorship, like in a cross-cultural setting, which like, duh, but like, how has that kind of like, how have you approached that? How have you adjusted to that, learned from that? Sure. Hmm. Multifaceted question. Um, <laughs> uh, communicating with people. Um, sometimes the way that you would normally communicate yeah. doesn't necessarily translate to people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like here, 
I don't know, there's like weird mix of like some people are very roundabout in the way that they yeah. say things. So yeah. if you come out and say something right away, like they will shut down, you yeah. know? Yes. So it's like, how can you greet them and talk about their family and yeah. work your way into it for them to be open? Totally. And then there's some people that are like, <laughs> so blunt and yeah. like, so focused in on their perspective yeah. that like you can do the, that roundabout thing and it will completely go over their head. So you just got to yeah. be like, you know what? This is what you're doing and it's not okay because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. <laughs> you have to get out of your own communication style yes. to be able to do that. You have to yeah. like, understand where people are coming from. If you're like, man, why are you not responding to this? Mm-hmm. Well, it could be that like in their culture, like you don't look elders in the eye yeah. or you yeah. don't speak up until everyone else has said something. Yeah. So you, you have to like know those things in order to say like, oh, well, let me like call that out or say yeah. this is okay. Or I mean, yeah. So I don't know. This is just like barely scratching this. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's super good. And, and I feel like it's something that is not just relevant and applicable, like for people cross culturally in missions, because like the reality is that there are all of these subcultures, like in your own town in your own country too. And like understanding, I think when you, when you do missions and you go overseas, you're, you're like, okay, I need to understand these people's subcultures and like meet them where they're at. But then for some reason we don't do the same thing, like when we're in America and we're just like, why aren't you the same as me? (laughs) Oh, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, the way that the world is so connected these days. Yeah. yeah, You're interacting cross cross culturally, like no matter where you are in the world. Yeah. But it is, I mean, I honestly feel like it's a blessing sometimes to be overseas because exactly what you said, like (laughs) your brain is on your, yes. For some reason, more willing to ask questions. Like I'm always, always believing that I'm the one that's not in the know (laughs) and other people need to teach me and to have that sort of humility is the way yeah we really should be entering into any situation yeah yeah I love that idea of like even when you're in a leadership position pastoral mentoring whatever still like having a teachable mindset with the people that you're mentoring and pastoring and walking with like that you know, we're not just like coming in to like, you know, save everyone and like these other places or whatever, but like they have that they have something to teach us. And even in the process of us, like being a pastor or a mentor or whatever. So Definitely. Yeah. I think that I've become a better listener mm. um, being overseas because yeah. <laughs> all right, let me try to pick up on all the clues, but yeah. then I realize, man, you really do so much better to keep your mouth closed for a while until you fully yeah. understand everyone and everything that you're dealing with. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. It is hard to uh, fight, sometimes fight that tendency to just like bust in and be like, here I come. Like, I'm. <laughs> here I come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do you like have any good like stories or situations where you've like totally missed like a kind of cross-cultural cue with someone 
oh gosh like how many (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) like how do I find how do I narrow it down yeah Um, yeah probably I mean literally the greeting stuff always yeah like one time I offended somebody so badly because I did not greet her and it was like my first time yeah I knew nobody so I said hi to like the three people yeah like I was told to like these are the people you should meet yeah and then you know I just assumed like I'll meet everyone eventually and then like I was supposed to go around and hug everyone in the room and I didn't do it and then I like made this mortal enemy and I didn't even realize until yeah later um yeah and like you're supposed you know you're supposed to greet people before you even jump into conversation I'm always just texting I'm like hey can you do this and like oh hi how are you and I'm like oh yes yeah hi (laughs) how are you yeah do this yeah that's that's so good yeah oh my gosh yeah I definitely felt that like in reverse when I moved back to the states and I'm like going up to the counter or whatever and I'm like hi how are you and they're like I'm fine here's your total (laughs) like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I I think it is really important, like you said, to just like remain humble as leaders and be able to like go to people and be like, I'm like, so sorry, I totally missed that. And like, let's, you know, move forward together in relationship or whatever. And Mm -hmm. and just like trying to put on this like, infallible, like kind of image. So yeah, it's important and good. And man, you got to laugh at yourself. I think the more you are willing to accept that feedback, like not just, you know, there's part of like asking questions and be like, oh, what did you say right there? Like explain that more to me. But then there's like, wow, I did something wrong. Like I was too direct. And then being willing for somebody to be like, "Um, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the more... we are willing to accept that feedback and make people feel comfortable they're willing to speak up and then we all start like just being super open about like well this is my culture well this is my culture and then like how cool is it when you see everyone working together because you know a beautiful thing about South Africa and the amount of like ethnicities and nations that we nationalities that we have like within this country is that you know it's not just me as a missionary like literally everyone's learning from everyone else yeah we all have different accents and languages so it's like you know I'm not the only one that's saying like wait 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 yes (laughs) yeah other people are doing it too and it's just it really is so beautiful and such a picture Mm -hmm. of the body of Christ when we're like man we are so different but like how cool is it when we all come together Yes, I love that. Yeah, I I love the that how that brings about and like opens the door for like diversity in the church, like just having that attitude of like, oh, let's all learn something from each other. And like, we are all image bearers of God. And like, we all do have something to like teach each other. Um, I know that you are supposed to be asking me questions. But can I bring something up? Yeah. 
<laughs> so what I mean, like, I hate to not talk about being single at all yeah. if this is a unique opportunity. Yes. Um, but you know, like sometimes we are afraid to bring it up because it is supposed yeah. to just be like normal. Like we're all in ministry, you know, yes. like whatever our situation is. Yeah. But the reality is some of us are gonna be listening to this and like we are single. So like what can help us out? And as much as I feel like this is a reality for everyone, when you are on your own on the field, like yeah. your community is so important. Yes. And so there's like so many different aspects to that. Like yeah. an awesome team mm-hmm. is great because they help you like figure out, you know, where am I supposed to take my car? If it's- yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> how do I set up my bank account? Like there's things like that, that you need to know that are like overwhelming when you're trying to figure it out on your own, especially when it's your first time. You don't know this. Um, And then there's like, you need friendships. And so thank goodness, like we had each other when we first got there. How awesome is it to have a living person to process with, you know? Yes. Um, But like, you know, if you don't have any friendships outside of your ministry, there's going to be something missing. Like you yep. need to be able to feel like you're at home yes. and to do that, you need people that you can just be yourself with yes. and not feel like you have to be Pastor Meredith, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, you will always do that to a certain extent because that's just yeah. your position. Um, yeah. So maybe there are people on your team that like are you know, for us, like also pastors, so we can like, yeah, we understand that role a little bit. Yeah. Or like, you know, if your besties do live in the States, are you making time to call them? Yeah. Like, are you talking to a counselor? I don't know. What are those things that you need to put in place yeah. that you are not isolating yourself yes. in your home, in your head? Yeah. Because you will not last if you don't have a strong community. Yes. That is so good. I'm so happy that you brought that up. Um, and that's something that like we kind me and Adam Fogelman kind of talked about when I talked with him, like, and something that I also feel like I really learned from you when we were there is like, you had like hobbies and things that you would go and be involved in that were completely separate from the church. And that was like a big thing that pushed me to end up um, joining orchestra there, which was like, probably one of the best, most fun things that I did because it had like not in a bad way, but like it had nothing to do with being in ministry, like you're saying. And, yeah. and I I am so happy you said that because that's super important. And just like carving out the time, it's hard to feel like, you know, we should be devoting all of our time to like being missionaries and like, yeah, taking the time to connect with the relationships that like matter to you and are like life giving to you is like so important. So thank you for bringing that great point up. <laughs> And and then sometimes the Lord uses those things and brings it all together. And like some of our core interns and volunteers right now, like I met in some of those places outside of it. Like one of the people that you met in your orchestra coming to young adults right now, bringing friends that don't even know Jesus. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of him. And I mean, we never would have met him if you weren't yes. doing that outside of it, you know? So yeah, yeah, Lord is good in that way. Yeah, he really is. Like I, yeah, I, I was just thinking about him the other day. So yeah, like 
I, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself and I think I'm sure like a lot of people in missions do of like, oh my gosh, like, have I actually like met anyone and like brought anyone in and like, am I even being successful at my job and like doing my job if, if I'm not, if that's not happening. Um, mm -hmm. but then, like you said, you know, when we just be, then, you know, God can work through that. And I think even better than when we're trying to like make things happen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think just same as what me and Adam talked about, like, if we just like are ourselves and we pursue the things that like God has given us passions for and like, you do that so well, like, just making time to do the things that you love and like, just genuine relationship with people with no agenda. And then like, God uses that in amazing ways that we could not have foreseen. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah really good that's sweet of you to say you know <laughs> that it's like a cool thing really I just need to like relieve stress sometimes <laughs> yeah stay healthy over here <laughs> yeah which is extremely extremely important and good yeah. yeah okay I would love for you to just give just one more kind of like tidbit encouragement whatever for like anyone who is just like young and single and wanting to go into ministry or missions or whatever well um you know there are some challenges that you can imagine when it comes to maybe you don't have experience maybe you don't have any qualifications yeah <laughs> um you know, maybe you really don't know that much. Yeah. Um, if you're on a team, you will figure all of that stuff out. To be yeah. honest, like if you're young and single, it's the perfect time yeah. to go in. Because, yeah. you know, you have more margin. And yes, even when you're single, like I'm not saying you should use all of your time to pour in people. Like you need your time. We already yeah. talked about to yeah. rest fresh but you just you don't have as many things weighing on your mind as many people that you have to take care of like yeah. you get to step out and make your own decisions and so you have this freedom yeah to go like who, who does that just goes to a different part of the world and it's like yeah. yep just live life for a while like yep. it could be for a little while or it could be forever and you yeah. know you know what the lord's gonna do with that but like that shouldn't be, oh, I'm young. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm single. I don't have someone to do this yeah. with. Those shouldn't be things to hold you back. That yes. should be a blessing that gives you the go ahead to just do it. Yes. And again, if it ends up just being like a year or two, and then after that, like you do something else for the rest of your life, like, okay, you yeah. will never know the amount that that year or two well like the impact that it will have on yeah. your perspective on your ministry on you know how you relate to others and like understand the world even more like just yeah. do it guys yes ah that's so good we just need you to all like follow us all around and pump us up and encourage us yes that is so good I love that that it should be the opposite of a hindrance. It should like give you permission to just freaking go and do whatever God has put in your heart. It's so good. Yeah. Yay. Well, I'm just like 
so happy to know you and get to talk to you. And I'm very, very excited for everything that's happening at North Place. Um, Y'all are blowing up over there. It's awesome. It's so awesome right now. It is so awesome. And you know what, Esther? Like, I have to say this because you're on there. Like, I mean, we're seeing the fruit of things that we sowed like so long ago you know and like the daily struggle yeah and the not understanding why Uh, things yeah looking the way we thought that they should yeah we just don't understand God's timing and what's happening now is only happening because of what we did back then so thank you yeah sewing into this now very rich soil here in Durban yeah, I'm like, sorry, I'll let you say something. No, you go, you go, you go, <laughs> go, go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just like, whoever is listening and actually using these resources and conversations, I mean, they're so valuable. And I mean, guys, like, tell everyone else about this too. Like, <laughs> what you're doing for the community is so awesome. And I think people, have a desire to get resources out there and to help other people who may be wondering if they should jump in or just getting their feet wet. And like, sometimes you really don't have time for that when you're in the middle of like, there are millions of people around me that don't know Jesus. Like your mind gets focused on other things. And now for you to be in the position you're at now to use all the things that you've learned, like it's just so valuable. So I'm excited that you're doing it and like so excited for the people listening because this is going to just help them tremendously. Thank you. That means a lot. I am like stupidly grateful for the two years that I got to be with you guys there and literally life-changing like in all of the best ways and I'm just like super excited for everything y'all are doing and guys if you're looking for a missionary to give your money to give it to Meredith I said this about Adam too but it's true like just also get Meredith like (laughs) I will share her giving link out there um she's killing it over there and just an amazing amazing humble bold charismatic talented person that is just changing a lot of people's lives so (laughs) so yeah I'm just so happy that we got to talk to you and get some nuggets of encouragement and wisdom from you so yeah Bye.